Welcome to Driving to... Well, welcome to another episode of... Driving, Driving to, to the, the Res. Yes. <laughs> welcome everyone. New week. New thoughts. Today I thought we could do a card reading for everyone. Uh, guidance from the Human Collective's Elders, the Universal Human Collective Elders. Okay, and I brought nice. the cards with me. Mm -hmm. Right, because it's so easy right now to get um, not trapped or any of that, but engaged with the narrative. There's a very, a very compelling narrative. It's I mean, very, very easy to get drawn in, yes, to the divisional, dividing, opposition narrative. There's so much candy out there. It's like for there's that. not just one thread either. No, there's, there's tons. presidents, there's coronas, there's I don't know, sp space aliens. There's oh my all gosh. kinds of narratives yes. to become engaged. Socialists, Nazis. Nazis. What's the other word you use? Bolsheviks. Yeah, Bolsheviks. All sorts of words that will religion, religion, churches. churches. All sorts of words that will are designed specifically to pull you back into the divisive, light-dark paradigm narrative. Important a... not to get sucked into it. Also, words like protesting rather than exposing. Right? Exposing is good. Bringing light to things is good. Fighting against them is not good because you're fighting. Fighting is part of the old paradigm. We don't fight. We create new things that people will choose out of their free will after everything's been exposed. See? It's a different narrative than the one that people are pulling us into, which is that of fighting against and, yeah, protesting and whatever. That's not going to work because that's their rules. Fighting is their rule. I used to be a warrior, a mystical warrior specifically, but also, you know, I used to protest a lot and be very active in fighting stuff. And I loved it, especially the mystical warrior stuff. I used to love it. It wasn't easy, it wasn't safe, and that was part of the appeal. I was quite addicted to it. And um, in 2011, I received guidance to stop doing mystical fights because I was feeding the light dark paradigm by, by doing that. If And to demand that if anybody wanted to engage with me, they had to do it at my frequency, my level of frequency, and then I would engage with them, otherwise I wouldn't. And it was really tough because it's like an athlete told never to run again. <laughs> you know, it's, it, this, that's so the way I saw it, I didn't Was it like anything. when you were told to move out of California? No, it was slightly different. Kind of it was different. It was very different because I never really liked California. It was way too hot for me. But I had my family there, my home, my children. So it was really tough to leave in that sense. But no, no, no. This was more like a drug addict or an alcoholic being told you can't drink again or you can't take drugs again. Because if you do, you're feeding the dark uh, light, you know, the dark part of the, the, the paradigm. You're feeding the beast. So it's like, whoa, so you have to go cold turkey overnight. You have to go cold turkey or else you're making, I guess. Yeah, you're feeding your... Like defeating your entire existence, existential purpose for being yeah. <laughs> something, right? Right, so yeah, you're feeding the opposition, you know? You're feeding that 
paradigm that we're trying to starve and to release well, the and let go. We're splitting from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the paradigm we were splitting. They can't really alter that one. They like it. They like it. They love it. That's why 2011 it changed from the entire planet is going to ascend to only part of the planet and then only part of humanity is going to ascend and we're going to split, right? We're going to split realities. So as that happened, I was guided to stop indulging in those games, in fighting games, you know, position and destruction of the enemy games because it was feeding that energy, that really dark energy. So. Yeah, there's some, you know, there's certainly some, something that you get out of winning an argument, or at least leading your argument to the degree that you feel like you won. Oh, absolutely. And winning your argument, winning oh your gosh. battle, winning yes. your winning your whatever, you know. Yes. I remember just yesterday, or the day before, I was engaged in, I guess it would be called an argument with my son, about um, something that he was had a question about, and I'd answered about, and we got into a loop, and the loop basically was argument. We're just arguing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that I was wrong, or actually even that he was wrong. We were both right, but we couldn't move past the arguing, the position that you're in. Even though it's like deaf ears, you know, it was pointless to argue about this, because it wasn't really doing anything except for generating a negative, low-frequency engagement. Exactly. And at one point in it, the question came, why are you arguing? And the answer was, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> and from that moment on, I was done. Yeah. I was like, there's no reason to argue, actually. You're right. Yeah. That's what you think and that's what you want. Well, why would I argue with you about that? Do it if you like. Right. And I hope it works out. I mean, I honestly hope it works out. Yep, that's... I may think my idea is better, but it doesn't mean it is. No, especially not for It might not be for someone else better. (laughs) Just better maybe for me. Right, right. (laughs) But there was, right, that spot of, why are you arguing? I don't know. The reason was, it's a use to it. It was a pattern, it was a cycle and a loop. Yeah. And at that moment, it was severed forever. No longer ever more. Not once more do I feel that is ever got enough power to engage me even one more time. Right, right. It's an interesting finality. So I think that's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. That's a great great example. I like it. It's more relatable to <laughs> instead of mystical battles. <laughs> but there, it's basically the <laughs> it's same. same. It's the same thing, yeah. It was very So when you get pulled into that narrative of let's fight and let's argue, is simply they they've won. It's low frequency engagement. So what are the alternatives? There are lots of different alternatives. Drop that one and start creating new systems, new structural societal societal systems, educational systems, health systems. Create them, right? Just create them or join people who are creating them. Right. Organize. Get together in that sense. Stop trying to fight the old. Fighting the old never gets you anywhere. Just create the new ones and make it so good that everybody's going to want it. That's what you need to do. That's what gets you out of it. For me, it's like, okay, so I can't do that anymore. What do I do? Well, just stand in that high frequency state that you are and invite people to engage with you at that frequency 
and none other and from that pers from that stance create a new world or at least voice the that that message voice it so that people who are able capable and have the energy and the knowledge and everything or or the energy to find out the knowledge of how to do it will do it you know so it's like it's a very different energy so when you're asked to protest um, I would say educate yourself and change the vocabulary change the narrative to let's expose some truths let's expose what's happening even if it's you know part of yeah that's when you can also fall in because you can have an energy of righteousness and making the other wrong which is I think what the argument was yeah, happening and, making and honestly, the other wrong some other people are freaking wrong but yeah but you don't have to push your right onto them that's righteous right? that's righteous so you don't have to make them wrong you know they're wrong and you stop there you stop there and you allow them to think they're right, it's fine. But you create a different option. And they can like it, like it and go with you with that new option. Or they can stay with their old option, which is fine too. Right. I mean, if, if they're actually interested in their old option, then you don't really want them in your new option anyway. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So allow them exactly. to have it. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Allow them to have it. And the other thing to be aware of is that the societal structures right now are very, uh, like, I would say dictatorship-like. And this is, these are designed, these, these structures right now are designed for uh, the, the power over others paradigm, the dark paradigm. And if you engage within those structures, you're screwed because they know the game really, really well. Like, they don't have super any, well. They don't have the same limitations that you might have placed on yourself to be, like, ethical or something. Exactly. They don't. <laughs> they don't have the gloves no, on. No, they don't. So you're going to be screwed. You're going to lose. You can't win against that. Yeah, so don't even go there. Don't engage <laughs> at that level. Don't engage in the battle because when you once you battle, you, you are feeding the beast. And again, this is not a passive or pacifist ideal or idea. It's different. Just take it out of that context completely yeah. and be an activist of creation. Be a leader through example. Embody the new paradigm and be, lead the life that you know we can have here on this planet. And join your tribes. If you can't find one, create one and ask people to come in. It's really not that complicated. We really have to let go of the old paradigm, we really have to let go of that stuff. Yes. So, yeah, the narrative, don't get stuck in the narrative, because yeah. it's easy to do that. Oh my gosh, it's designed to get you interested into it, because you care. Exactly. <laughs> You're a caring person. <laughs> You're a caring person, so naturally, yeah. naturally. Here's that, the bait. Well, yes, the Guess bait. Guess what, the bait is, you care. Mm-hmm, yeah. Speaking of, maybe the card can help them. Um, Give some illumination as well. Yeah. About yeah, this kind of a thing. It's like, what's, what, what kind of a question we're thinking to ask? The, I was gonna. The human collective. Yeah. What is it? Which collective is it? It's um, the human collective's universal ancestors. That's who universal we're going to ask. Universal human ancestors. Yeah. 
Why would they be a um, good one to ask? Um, I brought their cards oh. and they volunteered. They wanted to. They have input. <laughs> they have input, and the, ba They've basically, been it's not process. so. Well, have humans gone through this process of a, of a physical splitting? Split. Absolutely, we've we've done it as humanity. Even on Earth, we've already know historically of at least once previous split, right? When the Atlantis and Lemurians and all that happened. Oh, I see. At least one, probably least more. Probably more. Yeah. So the universal human ancestors speaking to the ones who are choosing the high frequency paradigm. Okay. And see what should we focus on for the next month. Okay, that's a very excellent question. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Getting the cards. Trying to figure out what to do with the Kimi, our puppy dog, who's in my lap right now. Maybe I'll put her over here. Maybe she'll settle in. Yeah, that seems to work. All right. <laughs> I'm opening the box. I'm using the following cards. We have zero connection with these cards, uh, uh, creators or publishers. It's Cal, Grace, Angels and Ancestors Oracle cards. Okay. They're very beautiful. I really like them. When you say zero connection, you just mean we're not with partners the, and with the creators. The creators, are, right. We just really like their cards. We like their cards. We don't have any type of business with them, or they don't give us any money for selling the cards or anything like that. But yeah, obviously we're connected to the actual deck that we own. And the universal human ancestors, how are they connected to these cards? I connect to them. Okay. How do you do that? Um, I look to see. Uh, I have lots of decks and I like to see who resonates most with the decks and when I was when we first got this one I started feeling into it and I, mm -hmm. I couldn't recognize who it was and I carried on testing and feeling until I got the words one by one they came and eventually it was kind of cool it's like oh I'd never heard of you guys but yeah, of course he exists. Of course. <laughs> and um, yeah, I found that they've been very, very willing to be communicative with us, which is nice. And um, they provide insights that I found to be very helpful. Uh, so yeah, it's like obviously, it. you know, a two-way street, right? Sure, they're um, as interested in us as they, we are in our grandchildren, right? Exactly, yes. <laughs> or children, or yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Alright, let's go for it. So, what to focus on? The high frequency humans on this planet, what to focus on for the next month? Where should we put our attention? And yes, they're coming through real strong, so that's a click, that's a yes. They're connected to the cars now, I just need to. Shuffle them until we get a really clear click and yes for the card. Card. It's really nice because it almost puts you in an altered state, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Yeah. I felt tingles up and down my spine. <laughs> yes. It, not almost, but actually. 
does begin an older state. <laughs> All right, here we go. We have a card. And it says summer. Back in joy and light. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Sometimes it's, obvious. sometimes it's extremely obvious and simple answer. I'm going to put the rest away so I can read this one. What I like to do when I get a card is I like to look at it and then I see what pops for me in the card. Um, the card, if, if you can look at it online or, some, or whatever, so you can see summer. And um, maybe, Hi. yeah. Uh, funny, Hi. I was talking. I was talking about the honeycombs when I was talking about earlier about the split. I saw the image of the honeycomb, and I'll talk about the honeycomb as well in a bit. But what actually is really popping for me on this card? Well, there's a few things that are popping for me, and one of them is the the wings of the bee. They seem to be extremely, extremely bright white, and. It's almost little, almost shiny. I know the cars are not shiny, but the wings are totally shiny to me right now. And it feels like almost uh, wings of light. Yes, it totally okay. looks that way. Yeah, wings of light. We have wings of light. Light wings. I just felt like I fluttered them. And there's a couple more things. Obviously, the honeycomb aspect, I've already thought about that earlier, so I'll go into a little bit discussion on that one in a minute. And for some reason, what also pops is in the body of the bee, is round with kind of a darker circle inside, and it looks to me like an eye. So be looking through your wings of light, some kind of thing, right? Look through your light. Focus through your light. Alright, let me read the actual words that come with the card. Looks to me like a dream catcher. Oh, you're right, yeah. It does look like a dream catcher. I have to find it in the book. Imagine if you look at these narratives through your wings of light, through your light eyes, you can see right through it pretty quickly. I think so, yes, because the eye is big. You can see very yeah. clearly when you look through your wings of light. Summer. Message. Rise up, open your wings, and shine. Oh my gosh, that's what you said. Rise up, open your wings, and shine. It's kind of exactly what we were talking about. That's almost exactly what you said. Bring your projects and plans out into the light, <laughs> into manifestation. <laughs> I guess we didn't actually need the cars. Yes, I was just channeling them directly, man. <laughs> it's time, peeps, it's time, okay? This is something you have to do. Bring your projects and plans out into the light, into manifestation. About. Summer has been recognized as a sign for joy, for going on adventures and making memories. Flowers are in full bloom, animals are enjoying the freedom of the wild summer days and nights, and people are taking holidays, basking in the sunshine and being lifted energetically by the light and warmth. Extended message. 
This is the perfect opportunity for you to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Light has come to banish the darkness. Whoa, that gave me goosebumps, man. <laughs> now you know why you're here, peeps. <laughs> you're here to banish the darkness. Clarity is arriving too. Expose the truth. Expose what's happening, right? Yes. Allowing you to know exactly where you are and how you can move forward. Angels and ancestors, guys, are encouraging you to enjoy the moment and not to rush forward because this is a time for pleasure, enjoyment, and expansion. And creating those, this is me, creating those new structures and systems is all about that. It's about expansion, it's about joy. This is what the new paradigm is about to get, get out of that the drudgery of enslavement and make it into really enjoying this planet and living here. Okay. There is a great chance that you have extra energy, creativity, and inspiration at this time. Notice what is coming to you as it is imper imperative. Uh, sorry as it is inspiration directly from the divine. When the summer card arrives in the future position of a spread, which is not this case, it's actually present, or as the last card in the reading, which is also not this case, it can also indicate that the coming summer will usher in important energies with regards to your question or intention. So it's not that, it's the other. This can't be more clear to me. No, it's, just it's as clear as I can get. Clear as a bell. Yeah. Okay, now I want to talk a little bit about the honeycomb. Right. So, there's one of my novels is called Psychic Assassin. And on near the end of the novel, it explores the nature and the shape of Earth. And the best explanation that could be described for something that we have no conceptual words framework for. Huh? Yeah, no conceptual framework. Yeah, no conceptual framework for or words to express. Um, it's a honeycomb. Earth is like a honeycomb. And each of the little cells in the honeycomb, little spots in the honeycomb, are what we might conceive and perceive as the surface of the earth. So if you move, say, to a different honeycomb could, where, for example, there's people who have been there, they say the inner earth, right? If you walk through one of these walls between the honeycombs and get into another deep honeycomb, you, for you, you went into a cave or a mountain, right? You went in, inside this area, but for when you are in that area, it is experienced as being the surface of the earth and that where you came from was a cave. So this is a little bit how it works. So like that Rusher, Rusher, whatever, the thing where... Oh, the, the painter, yeah. Escher, Escher, yeah. Escher. Escher, yeah. A little bit like an Escher. The Escher's painting of the stairs with people yeah. walking up and down on them. Right. It's very like that, yeah, that really expresses it really well. So. It's really significant that this image has a honeycomb because 
when we were talking earlier is about the split. I got a mini image on a honeycomb really strongly and I it's it's really nice to see because I've been asking and wondering what is the nature of the split? What's gonna happen? Are we moving to a different dimension? Are we moving into a different planet? What's going on here? And the image of the honeycomb is it's a split of the earth. The earth is creating two honeycombs out of one. We are in one right now and it's getting split into two. How do we experience that split? Again, it's extremely important not to fall into the divisive, negative narratives because then we're screwed. It's What's important to concentrate on building and creating and shining those bright, beautiful light wings and looking at the world through that and as it says here make your plans grab your plans because it's time to bring them to fruition create that new paradigm right now embody it and co-create it together that's the end of the card reading that's <laughs> really good so basically um, play with your potter's wheel and make pottery. Don't fight the man on pottery taxes. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Make pottery. Yeah. We did collect some clay out of the bottom of our creek. We did. <laughs> she got a wheel. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. I like that. Just want to take time to just digest it because it's so much energy in that reading. There was a lot of energy in that reading. Like, I was a bit shocked when I saw that card. I was like, Honeycomb, really? Because <laughs> you've been talking about that a lot recently. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's pretty to good. It popped in is a really excellent synchronicity, too. It's lovely. It's beautiful. I love it when synchronistic messages come through like that. It's really nice. So focus on the honeycomb you want to be in. Yes. And if you're and not sure, use your wings of light to look. To look. Yeah. And say, is this in my honeycomb? Yeah. That's a good way. Yeah. Would this be in my honeycomb? Is this what I want in my honeycomb? Yeah. Every time you come and confront something, it's like, oh, is this what I want in my honeycomb? Yeah. How would I feel if other people behave the way I'm behaving right now in my honeycomb? <laughs> <laughs> I did hear from Dr. Cohen we should put lemon verbena in our honey for one month and then eat the honey. Ooh, what does it do? What does it do? It must make it taste deliciously citrusy. A citrus honey. Mm. But so, does it do anything? Because he's a health person, isn't he? Probably, yeah. Either. But I don't know about that. He didn't, he didn't tell me about that part. He just said, uh, grow lemon verbena because uh -huh. it's easy to grow like mint. Uh -huh. And then take the leaves and put them in your honey and uh -huh. let it soak for a month and then eat it. And you will love it. Wow, we're totally doing that. Yeah, and I thought it matched in, you know, with our honeycomb thing. <laughs> Talking about bees and honey. Funnily enough, we I was searching for a honeycomb thing, um, and then I forgot about it, but we somebody left a honey box, no, a beehive box in our yard in at the Shaman Shack, and no bees moved in, but then he came and took it away, which was weird. I think so, it's because the honeybee time's over. Oh, okay. So anyways, I decided that I want our own honey 
and our own everything. So we're gonna get one of those where that you can turn the turn the, the little crank the, and the honey yeah, comes the, out the drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it doesn't awesome. disturb the bees or their honeycomb. So that feels a lot better for me. More in tune with beeness. <laughs> I think that was one of the top Kickstarters ever. Yes. Was the yeah. honeybee thing. Yeah. I just have to find them again and get get one. Oh, yeah. they send me emails all the they time. They do? <laughs> if anybody wants to send us one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally send us one. Or three. Or three. Because stack like an apartment. Oh, sweet. You can fill it up with bees who have shaman shack honey. Shaman shack honey for life. Yeah, babe. <laughs> That's and we're really going to have nice bees because we'll be able to have a communication with them. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember watching a boy on um, YouTube. He uh, very much likes his bees. He has tons and tons of bees. And he doesn't wear a bee suit or a smoker thing or nothing. Doesn't need it. Except the bees don't sting me. I just tell him what I'm going to do. I have heard of that before. I've never actually seen the beehive, yeah. so... <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to do that, but... But I have heard of that before, that people, some certain people kind of... They either don't get stung or it doesn't hurt them when they get stung, but not very much. Or, and it's almost like the bees and them become one, you know? Totally, yeah. I mean, he was... He had a lot of bees around him, but they weren't bothering him. And he yeah. was fiddling with them, you know? Right, right. They had good bees. <laughs> Great call, honey. <laughs> yes, that was very nice. All right, guys, don't forget, go to ineliabenz.com for all the updates. Subscribe to the newsletter so you know when we send out a new podcast and other interesting things. Uh, if you want to join your tribe, you go to walkwithmenow.com. We have tons of beautiful, amazing discussions, lots of study groups and um, explorations. and It's really quite amazing. That's where I hang out. <laughs> it's very, very nice there. And expansive. It's very expansive. And um, Be yeah. sure whatever you're engaged in is what you want in your honeycomb. Yes, be sure that you only engage in the energies frequencies that are natural to you which is very high frequency do not get pulled in by narratives that are being thrown out left right and center out there in the media and alternative media to divide and conquer you with that message see you next time yay <laughs> bye bye love you honey I love you, darling. <laughs>